Celebrating 15 years of this beloved foolery. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar. If I was to say to you, Central Coast, I know I'd be a liar. Hey! Hey, there we go. Come on, Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. I like how you fit it in there, Greg. Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Try to set the night on fire. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Yeah, good morning. How are you doing today? Is that a new hat? Good. What is that hat? This is a Bucky's hat, so no. Uh, I mean, new as a... You know, ever since on vacation. you told me about June. Bucky's before you went on vacation and promised me you'd bring me beef jerky and then didn't, Well, I've seen so yeah. many posts on Facebook from people that I either went to high school with and they moved to the Midwest or the South or Texas... There's this guy I like to watch on uh, YouTube for smoking meats, and his name, I forget his name, but it's Meat Church, and he talks about going to Bucky's. And now I have to go to Bucky's. I might have to plan a trip just to go to Bucky's. I think there's one coming to Denver. Yeah. I'll take a flight to Denver. I think they'll eventually make their way out here. I don't know about California. I mean, we're talking... Actually, there are parts of California I could see at Bucky's. I would have never thought of... Cracker Barrel would, would end up in California. Listen, I guarantee you, I've been, well, I've never been to Bucky's, but I've been to Cracker Barrel three times, four times. I'd rather have a Bucky's. Bucky's is a giant, like, truck stop, mini mart. But we shouldn't say mini mart. It's like a, it looks like a, a bigger than, a, you know, like a Vons. It's like or, a department store. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the merchandise that they have in there, it's, it's pretty stout. That's a pretty cool I mean, hat. they have a big, big merchandise section. Yeah. Anyways, of, of, of Bucky's. Um, I hope every time you pick up that hat and put it on, you think about the fact that you didn't bring me any beef jerky. I forgot what your no. excuse was. But. I've never thought of that. Uh, because it was when we went to Bucky's, it was the first day of the vacation. I know. So, how the hell am I supposed to keep beef jerky intact for seven days it's, it's around dried my meat in a package? You just everybody, throw, everybody would have thrown it in your suitcase. That's the thing. It would have gotten eaten. I know. So I don't know. If, if it was the last Bucky's day of vacation. I'm going to order Bucky's online. Mm. That's what I'm going to do. I don't think so. I don't think they have like a strong online presence only because they want you to go to the store. Because it's one of those stores you go to like Bass Pro Shops that you're going to go in there with a budget and you're going to break your budget. You know how much we spent at Bucky's? No. But uh, yeah, we did not mind you. We did not buy gas at Bucky's okay? or buy Jeremy wanna, any I, beef I jerky. Want, yeah, or I buy you any beef jerky. I just want to preface that we only bought snacks and merchandise. You know how much money we spent at a gas station buying just snacks and merchandise. Okay, now there were some souvenirs in there, but still, uh, one hundred fifty dollars. You very yes, you're 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 you're. You're in the neighborhood. It was 130 is what it ended yeah. up costing. I'm pretty good at these games. Oh, Bucky's is spelled. And, and by the way, Buck dash E E S is that right? B U C E E S. Yes, yes. B U C dash E E S. Can I buy stuff online? Well, tell me about Bucky's. I'm going to keep looking at this. Maybe I can just order online. 
I don't think you can. They yeah. want you to go in the store, man. Well, but there's no because store like you'll, so what am I gonna you'll do? buy beef jerky, then you'll buy. Um, you ever have those um, corn? God, they're so good. They're like corn puffs, but they have caramel on them. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I, I think so. <laughs> they're so good. They're, I don't know. I think they're called corn nuggets. I like banana chips, um, but you could get those anywhere. Um, they just happen to be for a really good price. They not only do they feature the Bucky's um, beef jerky, but they have competitors' beef jerky there as well, and it's at a really good price. Um, they must be they, out of out of Texas, right? Because they're everywhere in Texas. Like, oh yes, my God, look at all these locations in Texas. They're also in Alabama, Georgia, uh, through the South. I do have, Kentucky. I do have a, our, our summer vacation for next year. We will be going through a town with a Bucky's in Tennessee, but the same problem will arise. Is it'll be right at the beginning of the of the vacation, and yeah. then no other towns with the Bucky's yeah. in them. So I don't know. I mean, I'll try. Did they have samples I'll of the jerky? Like you could just walk up and sample to see if you liked it or not. Like you know, I didn't so see people kinds? doing that. I like in, for me. I need somebody else to take the lead yeah, on that. Bucky's. For you, I know you're like, hey, you got examples. But for me, I need, I, I don't want to embarrass myself. Well, you don't embarrass yourself. You act like you know what you're talking about. You go up there and you say, oh, hi, my name is Jeff King, and I do a radio show, and I talk about beef jerky, and I'd like to Oh, like that guy I sat on with on the, on the cruise? <laughs> yeah, don't say that. I'm kidding. But you walk up there and you say, hey, you know, this is my first time here. Is there a, is there a chance I could sample any of these? You know, like they do at ice cream shops. When you walk up, they got the little spoons. I bet you they have little... Little nuggets there. The guy comes to the fair, and you get to sample all of his beef jerky. I mean, i got to imagine it's set up like that. But who knows? Could be wrong. Just very... I don't know. I, I don't like the fact that you've been somewhere that I really want to go, and I can't go there. There's just... I would literally have to book a trip to Lake Jackson, Texas to... Uh, I'm surprised to Boise one. doesn't have one. The Boise yeah. seems like a town ripe for the picking. Uh, Boise, a, I think, a, has become I, highfalutin. Everybody, all the highfalutin liberals from California move there. Now they're, you know, they're, now they're trying to get them all kicked out. But true. Trying to change yeah. Idaho. It's not They probably have uh, elderberry martinis. We're no. going to be talking to Whitney, Whitney a little bit later Huckleberry, on. Elderberry, not elderberry. Uh, elderberry mm -hmm. is not a thing that is grown in Idaho. Huckleberries, on the other hand, everywhere. Huckleberries are the best. Um. Coming up, I uh, have a, I have a litany of questions for you this morning. I should have oh, gone down. One has to do with pets. I know that. Okay. And then, oh, the other one, since you, since you, uh, the other day you were, you were talking about expanding the '90s category. Yes. I ran across the question. I ran across the question um, last weekend uh, that I haven't had a chance to bring up to you, and. <laughs> As where do you draw the line on pop punk? Okay, and I, I can make a very compelling argument for some bands that we should be playing because of bands that we already play. You and I but differ on one, this quite a bit because I am for, more for one on the popularity side of things. Whatever's popular, I think should be played. Right, and, and you then, are more therefore, on the I think, staunch. You know, there's got to be yes, rules. but I think you are going to agree with me on this argument. Maybe we'll do that one next, okay? So if you're a big fan of us expanding our '90s category, which we to have. over four, 40 songs, Jeremy said. The I don't. Day. It could be more. I don't know. It's at least forty, right? I don't know. I just made that number you're up. Gonna, you're going to want to stick around for this conversation. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. 
Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. All right, Jeff and Jeremy. This is KZOZ. If you haven't heard, we've expanded our 90s category. Uh, we went from a handful of songs to multiple hands. A multiple bigger handful of songs. Big hands, too. Sasquatch size hands. Uh, yeah, so um, Jeff has met a, what, a list of criteria? Well, no, I don't understand. So I'm at the water park this weekend with the kids because there's, there's no way I'm taking them. I looked at the weather ahead of time and I was like, okay, it's going to be over 100. I mean, that's keep inching up, inching up, inching up. I'm not going to go to the water park on a three-day weekend at the ravine and deal with everybody that's going to be there. It's going to be packed this weekend, like a good closing weekend for Brett and his water park. <laughs> because Who's Brett? You talk about... Brett's the guy that owns the water park. He, he's going to he's going to rake this weekend because it's going to be 110 every day that he's open this weekend. That's insane. So big bonus to end the season for Brett at the water park. What does park. this have to do with 90s but, music that we're playing on KZOZ? So they play a, a mixture of music, and the music at the water park, they hit it spot on. It's like good, upbeat type of music and it, it it expands across all genres so there's like some beachy stuff some sublime some um you know like reggae type stuff and then the the pop punk is also there and i hear this song at the water park and i'm surveying the crowd of the line that i'm in with my kids and all ages are tapping their toes to this song this is bleak 182 all the small things and then i started thinking about our love for the offspring at 93.3 kzoz what is so different between the offspring and blink 182 to where we will play 10 offspring songs but zero Zero Blink-182 songs. We don't play 10 Offspring What is songs. so different? We might play three huh? Offspring songs. I don't think no, you, we have a lot of Offspring songs. I don't even know if you could name them. But uh, I understand what you're saying. I don't know. Uh, good question. Um, not the person to ask about that. To don't, me, these, I, don't these bands sound very similar? Uh, these guys sound a little too whiny. I, I, I would say no to Blink-182. I don't think Blink-182. I would say more people would probably get turned off that like... You know, bad company. But if you played a Blink-182 song every once in a while, like the big ones, like all the small things, and I don't even know what other other ones you would play, but this is a good, upbeat, fun song. Okay. Right? Well, right this puts me in a good mood. When right I hear this song, it puts right me in a good mood. management and, and let them know, and they'll send it off to our consultant who lives somewhere in the Midwest. You could ask him about it. Is he... Is he, um, like, I, I just picture a guy like Fred Durst, like, angry white guy, you know. I have no idea. I know his name is With Anthony. a red hat. I know his name's Anthony, so I, he may not be that white. Like, I just don't understand why Offspring, okay, Blink-182, not okay. And there's a list of bands that are similar to that sound. That pop punk sound of the '90s that we don't play, even though 
they all came out. Like, when Offspring was big on the radio, Blink-182 was big on the radio, correct? Uh, sure. Uh, ballpark. I don't know. I don't remember that. It was a long time ago. I mean, it just all makes me think of K-Rock. It just all makes me think of what K-Rock sounded and why it dominated in the 90s because they would play these fun, upbeat songs from these pop-punk bands, and then that was like the L.A. sound of the 90s. Yeah, but, uh, and you know, the... KLOS in Los Angeles was also a big radio station back then. It all depends no, on the demographic you were going But for. KLOS is a classic rock station. Yeah, it's a classic you know? rock station. So, I don't know. Do you play mm-hmm. that song and then you go into Steve Miller? Do you play that song and then you go into, you know, um, Jimi Hendrix? Do you play Rob Zombie? Do you play Rob Zombie and go into Steve Miller? Do you play Nine Inch Nails and go into Steve Miller? Depends what Sometimes. Rob Zombie song it is. Yeah, I'd say Rob Zombie fits the, fits the mark. That's just a little too bubblegummy for me. I don't know. That's my opinion, but. I don't care. Bubblegum? You let us know how you feel. 805-543-3693. That's the 805 beer text lines. Um, just a yay or nay on Blink-182. And maybe you have some other uh, suggestions that of, of, of bands that uh, are in this expanded 90s category that you'd like to maybe hear a little bit more from. Like maybe a, what's a, like Sublime. Sublime is a good example of that too. We do play some Sublime songs we don't play from enough. time to yeah, time. Yeah. I think, I think we don't play enough. Yeah. Eight zero five five four three three six nine three. Careful, you don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on ninety three point three KZOZ. This is kind of a cool story that I saw, and uh, boy, I don't know if this would ever happen around here, but if it ever would, this would be the time with all the droughts and all the water going down in the reservoirs if you were fishing a really old reservoir. But a man snagged uh, his fishing line on a 90-million-year-old fossil. So he's out fishing. I think this happened like somewhere in South Dakota. And uh, he snags a rock. He brings it up. It's the fossil of an old fish. So he sees this kind of like skeleton remains, and he takes it to Fish and Game or whoever, and they check it out, and then they call somebody, and the U.S. Corps of Engineers comes in, and next thing you know, they find out this thing's, like, really, really old. And I get up to it, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. You know, I thought it was a, a big catfish skeleton or a, a deer skeleton, you know, and something told me to take a picture of it. So he posted it online, and apparently people are like, whoa, whoa wait a second. Uh, dude... Did you know that's a 90 million year old fossil that's in that picture? I'm like, what? What, dude? <laughs> what, dude? What's going on? So then he got contacted by a biologist. The geologist guy saw it and he's like, he just jumps out of the boat in his boots. You know, he goes up to him, he's like, oh my God, you know. Is this guy, how is this guy from the Midwest and not California, right? This guy totally sounds like some jackass in California, uh, from Southern California. Why has he got to be a jackass? Because, Come on, listen, listen to him. The geologist guy saw it, he's like, he just jumps out of the boat in his boots, you know, he goes up to him, he's like, oh my God, you know. Surfer, man. Come on, you hung out with the surfing crowd. That is a total surfer sounding dude. The reason I bring this up is because... Um, I can't call it. Exactly. <laughs> I can't call it. I can, though. I can. Smash, smash, smash. Um, it's cool when you catch stuff on the bottom. and I mean, obviously, you want to catch fish, but sometimes you snag stuff, you bring it up, you're like, oh, my God, what is that? I caught yeah, a, this is gnarly, man. I, I caught, remember those old metal lunchboxes we had when we were kids? Uh, they had the, like, like Superman, Spider-Man, He-Man, Batman... Uh, you would buy them at the store and you'd take your lunch to school. I mean, I, I snagged one of those rusty bastards up off the bottom of Lopez. It probably been down there. This for is why years. dude that sounds like a surfer, but he's actually a South Dakota fisherman. 
um, did the wrong thing. Um, Dude, that guy was cooked out, man. Yeah, he was cooked out. Um, uh, dude, did you know that's a 90 million year old fossil that's in that picture? I'm like, what? Whoa. You know what? It's cool. That guy ain't. Picture, I'm like, what? Um, Sounds like that I guy could be hate. Hulk Hogan's son. By so the way. I would uh, hate to dude, just be out there relaxing. Yeah. Fishing, relaxing, doing my thing. I pull up a fossil. The last thing I do is I'm going to take a picture of it, post it online, all that stuff. If I think that that's going to get people like contacting me, they'd be like, oh, you, you might have a fossil there. What do you want to do with it? I toss it back in the water. I throw it back in the water. I don't do anything. I don't mention of it, anything of it at all because I don't want to talk to the geologists and the historians and the fish and game people and all the, all the distractions that are going to be going on. I know somebody who owns a fair amount of land, and he will dig up stuff on his land, okay? It's a ranch, if you will. And sometimes, because there was a lot of settlement in this area of the United States in which this person owns the ranch, he will run across, like, remains. You know, it's questionable as to what these remains could be. They could be people. They could be animals. Not really sure. Not really caring, this person. Because the minute he tries to contact somebody about it, they're going to shut down his land, make it so he can't dig. Yeah, but this and- is different. This is different. This is not, nobody's going to bother this guy. They're going to interview him. That's it. Cool. He's already had to talk to three different agencies about this. The because he posted an well, innocuous picture, a picture online. Like, big deal. Like, what? Like, you did anything cool? That guy? That guy did something cool? He reached you know out. is cool. That guy ain't. Yeah. Uh, this is what the biologist from the Corps of Engineers said. How freaking cool is this? You know, like, I just caught something 90 million years ago that has never uh, never been seen by a human eye let alone never been caught by an angler a modern day angler okay sorry uh, that that was a wrong sound bite the biologist confirmed that the fossil appeared to be a prehistoric predator fish up to 90 uh, 90 million years old so yeah i know it's kind of a cool story not everybody could say that so there you go. There's your story. No, you your can't. Picture. But not everybody can be have have a you know. Time is money, man. And he had a lot. And I don't know if necessarily time is money for a fisherman or that particular fisherman, especially. But the, all the distractions that came that you welcomed into your life when you could have just tossed it back into the water. Yeah, but he was excited about it. Uh, dude, did you know that's a ninety million year old fossil that's in that picture? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Smash, smash, smash. It'll be internet famous, bro. Yeah. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. The Master of the Day brought to you by California Diesel and RV. They work on pickup trucks, motorhomes. They can work on your fleet vehicles. But it's time to uh, make a good, responsible decision. You need to talk to the folks at California Diesel and RV. If it runs on diesel, they're your people. They're at 1189 Pike Lane in Oceano. How pathetic can some people be? I was taking a walk near my house recently, and I was at a traffic light, and there was, the light was red, and there was a car at the light and a pickup truck behind it. Uh, and the light turned green, and the car didn't immediately go, so the guy in the pickup truck just laid on the horn. Uh, and I was walking right next to that truck when that happened, and it startled me. And I went, ah! 
because you don't get to pick how you react when you're scared half to death. I know we'd all love to have Jason Bourne type reflexes. <laughs> how many exits? I got the one where you just go, ah! <laughs> the guy in the pickup truck sees how I react. He doesn't even bat an eye, just looks at me and goes, queer. <laughs> wow. Talk about judging a book by its cover. No, I get it. This novel screams gay. But inside, romantic comedy. What do you say to somebody that's not afraid to yell queer in the middle of the street? Like, that guy's clearly ready to go to war. It's not like I can be like, what did you say? And he's going to be like, oh, crap. Oh, I picked the wrong queer. This guy's crazy. They're supposed to be docile. Dumbass of the day. 93.3. OC. <sighs> okay, this is... I'm uh, going to set this up a little bit. This is the... Uh, People buying all the... You know, there's a 17-year waiting list to buy the electric Hummer. A 17-year waiting ridiculous. list. That's ridiculous. So here's an off-road vehicle, right? And I think I've said this before. You go off-road with it. It only goes so many miles. You go too far. You turn around. You come back. You run out of right. power. You're screwed. But if you your buddy's going with you, you can charge his vehicle off your vehicle. That was the big selling point. It's. I see that vehicle, and it just disappoints me because it's really cool. Yet it's electric. And you can't really do what you want to do. Like, you can't go on a week off-road trip with something no. that you can't... I mean, when you're in the mountains and you can't plug it in somewhere, right? No. Elon Musk uh, uh, speaking outside an energy conference in Norway about um, how we should transition to electric cars and how we should do it reasonably and smartly. I think realistically... We do need to use oil and gas in the short term um, because otherwise civilization would crumble. Um, so in order for civilization to continue to function, uh, we, we do need oil and gas. And I think actually, uh, especially these days with the, the Russia sanctions, uh, uh, we do need to provide oil and gas to keep civilization running. I think any reasonable person would conclude that. Um, while at the same time accelerating our, the advent of sustainable energy. Did so, he, uh, did he go back is, in time to like the forties? And was he at a carnival? No, it was. He was out. There was a band playing outside the conference. Jeez. You know, it was in Nor. It was Norway, Jeremy. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> Music's a little different over there. Yeah. Yes. So, anyways, that's that's that. Um, I don't think any reasonable person would put themselves on a seventeen-year-long list to wait for a car. Um, and apparently the reasonable ones aren't buying the car either. There's been a recall, or I'm sorry, not a, quite a recall, a service bulletin that is put out. You know, the service bulletin's like the next step oh, yeah, before I get it's an actual recall. Yeah. They want you to bring and, it in uh, and they'll they, fix it, yeah. GM yeah. issued a, a service bulletin for the 2022 Hummer EV. It claims owners have complained about inoperative buttons connected to the driver's front door switch bank. The controls connected to the switch bank include uh, the power windows, which are important if sure. you want to roll the windows down, the door locks if you want to keep your valuables inside um, safe from being stolen, 
and the power adjustable side mirrors if you want to do any lane um, switching. Those are kind of important, especially in a vehicle as big as a Hummer. You want to make sure you have as much assistance as you possibly can. These problems stem from a poor A-pillar seal, which allows water to get through and mess with the switch bank that controls all those functions. Oh, okay. Now, what's one thing that you do you do when you buy a Hummer? Not to mention the, the things that you'd mentioned earlier, going out into the wilderness and then having to be able to come back from the wilderness. Yeah, it's a four-wheel drive machine. <laughs> because you need to charge They're built charge to go off-road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You take it off-road. So you drive, them, you drive them through, you know, shallow riverbeds. And, creeks and, and things creeks like that. Yeah, and, okay. And they're getting wet and then they're shorting out. Okay, I got you. And then they're shorting out. Did no, no, nobody told the uh, vehicle operators that are buying the Hummers. I, I think they're one hundred and thirty thousand a pop. Now, I mean, when um, okay, two years ago when I first looked into these, they were going to start around ninety grand for like the basic okay. model, but they went all the way up over to one hundred and twenty. I could imagine now with inflation and everything, they're going to be starting at like one hundred and ten thousand. They're expensive. They were um, GM's producing twelve cars per day. That's why. There's a 17-year-long waiting list. That's off their target. Um, they want to do more than 12 Hummers per day. Uh, but, you know, I guess uh, crawl before you walk and walk before you yeah. run. There's that infrastructure thing. thing again. Do we have the infrastructure to do this? Do we have the infrastructure <laughs> to have everybody owning an electric vehicle? And I can't let this Especially go. one that's dumb enough to want to drive it through the water. <laughs> Because it's an electric vehicle. It's an electric vehicle. I can't electric. wait. I can't wait when I'm driving my gas-powered truck or my side-by-side through the mountains and I run yeah. across some idiot that took their electric vehicle up there. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to laugh as I go by going, <laughs> I'll send help. Don't worry. <laughs> you, you should, hey, you know what? You can finally put that uh, helicopter rescue thing to uh, use that you have. See, you're just, okay, yeah. you know, life flight is only if you're going to die, and they have to call a, a, a helicopter to save you. You can't just call well, them up and say, gonna... hey, can you, can you help this guy out? Yeah, put it on my account. That's not how it works. So they say no? They would say no in that instance? They just let the guy it's, die? It's yeah, that's, his, that's his fault for buying an electric car and driving it out into the wilderness. Uh, if it's only that simple <laughs> to get through people's thick skulls. But no, if, if, he was gonna, if he was threatening to die, yes, they'll come get you in a helicopter. Um, let me let me be clear here. Uh, so this guy's stuck out in the wilderness. How long has he been stuck for? I don't know. Are the buzzards starting to circle around his head? Um, no. Okay. When the buzzards start circling around his head, we'll send out a helicopter. Oh, people. Oh, and you know that person that buys that Hummer is all like, check out my electric Hummer. Look what I could do. I could do. You, could, you know, I mean, that you you spend up for it. You're going to brag about it. Okay? A little crab walk to the side and do all this other stuff, but it won't roll down the windows or lock the doors. <laughs> so you can steal it <laughs> as soon as that person walks away from it. My thing is, I would never buy this because the minute I, tra- I chose to do the dumb thing and drive it through the water, that's when I would run out of battery. And then it would just be stuck there in the water. Hell, and I don't even think you could take the water it to, yeah. would rise and sweep it away. I don't know if you could take it to a car wash <laughs> at this point. You just... Yeah, because that seal. That yeah, here's a six-figure I mean, vehicle. By the way, don't get it wet. <laughs> it's not a damn DeLorean. <laughs> Come on. And what if you live in a rainy climate? 
know, you're, and you're not driving it through rivers. You just happen to live in a rainy climate, and, and that could happen. Oh, gosh. So many things here going on with the GMC EV Hummer that's sold out, totally sold out, and it will, sold out until, what, 2039. <laughs> Congratulations. I, I feel bad because I know you drive a GMC, Jeremy. No, it's okay. But it's not the no, it's not the fault of the GMC gas division. It's the fault of the GMC electric division. You are Jeff and Jeremy. Dumbass of the day. <laughs> it's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.